0: You're listening to Ragged Cast, Radio. Ragged Cast Radio. Ragged Chats. On the latest episode of Ragged Chats, I chat to Awfully singer-songwriter Brie about her latest track, selling out her first Whelan's Headline show and an upcoming album. Uh, so Brie, thanks for joining me on the third episode of Ragged Chats. How are you keeping?
1: I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, no hassle. How's lockdown treating you? Are you how are you keeping saying during these strange times?
1: Yeah, um, I actually ended up moving home like a lot of people last year in March. Um, I'm from Tullamore in Offaly and I've been living in Dublin the last seven years. So um, it's a bit of a change. I'm back living with my parents, which I didn't expect. I hadn't lived here in like 10 years. Um, But no, it's it's good because you get kind of a bit more downtime I suppose everybody's used to meeting up with friends and filling up their their schedules and I'm kind of making the most of the quiet and recording a lot of music so um, I kind of I think at first everyone's kind of feeling sorry for themselves but I'm kind of trying to focus on what I can do and and I can do a lot like I can improve skills and try and figure out how to how to record from home and that's I've gotten a little bit better but I've a long way to go <laughs> so that's keeping me sane really music
0: <laughs> yeah how how's how's recording at home going are the parents bursting in in the middle of a recording <laughs> session or anything like that no
1: yeah, just before this, I just text them like, just don't don't call me. I'll be on a <laughs> I'll be on a pod- podcast for the next hour. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, they're they're very good. Like they're really in- encouraging and that, so they they don't mind me singing at, at the top of my lungs or anything yeah. in the house. Um. But yeah, no, I'm I'm getting there. I'm, I've been recording and um, the vocals on my last couple of singles that I've done, um, and I'm sending them, working remotely, um, with with my producer, and so that's been a bit different. But um, no one seems to notice so far, so that's good.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was it tough then? Like just, I suppose, like had you recorded at home before, or like on your own before or are you used to being in studios and things like that? Yeah, I.
1: When I was 21, I, I got my little um, home set up with my mic and um, Scarlett studio. And I was really interested in in recording, getting better at editing and things like that. But um, I moved house and then it's hard when you're in a house share, like living in Dublin, you you kind of you don't want to be bothering anyone. So I kind of went away from it then. So it's kind of nice. It was always something I wanted to go back to learning more about. And um, so I've actually really enjoyed it. And yeah, so I have a long way to go, but I'd like to to do more. And it's nice to have the time to do it.
0: And so was the new tune uh, recorded at home and kind of released from there?
1: Yeah, so um, the last two singles, I've I've recorded the vocals and like a piano guide. And I send it on to Dara Nolan of Astakalapa Studios. He's in Wexford Hmm. and he adds so much magic all around it and um, in the production and then my a good friend of mine that I met in Dublin he's my electric guitarist and he come he went down to the studio and he added his electric guitar and that so and um, it, it's been great that we've managed to make it work and um, and I'm kind of leading up to an album at the end of the year so and um, I'm really happy that we were able to mostly stick to the timeline and everything
0: yeah so what's the kind of, the writing process that you kind of like go at? Is it like lyrics first and melody or you right, sit down with a guitar and kind of go from there?
1: Yeah, I usually kind of have, um... I usually feel something first like it sounds cheesy but i usually feel something brewing and i'd say you'd probably know yourself when you're with your own songwriting but um, i'd usually have for me it would be something that would be bothering me or or that i need to get off my chest and i can feel i can i guess i would started writing songs when i was 16 and i can kind of just tell when there's a song there and so i that would come first and then i would sit down at usually it's the keyboard anymore and um, I would just kind of start playing chords and then the words would come to my head and then I would just like my favourite songs that I've written are the ones that just pour out in like 10 minutes and they just come from your heart like they just pour out of you so and they're they're the ones I love the most.
0: Yeah yeah has your writing style kind of changed or over the years or is it just kind of still like just kind of are you focusing on that kind of honestly like that a feeling that you kind of get
1: yeah that's it's usually um still from that I, I met a lot more people since like when i first started writing i didn't tell anyone that i was writing songs and i kind of kept it to myself and would have been really shy as a teenager in that mm. and then it was in my early 20s i started i joined a band and um, the inklings it was called with owen Keeley of chasms and um, they're now called chasms and oh. um, and I learned a lot from him he had a totally different kind of way of songwriting and um it was good kind of opened my mind a a little bit more because he would be um like a perfectionist he would keep kind of rewriting the song and saying no it could be better and he kind of changed little things like the melody even or or certain lyrics and I would have believed it's really important to stay true to the moment that you wrote the song and you know the feeling has to be kind of it's there in that moment, and after that, you might look back at it, and it's a different feeling. But yeah. it's amazing, like it works in so many different ways. It's it's not necessarily one <laughs> one yeah, format.
0: Yeah, different style and like that. And
1: yeah, then, in yeah. In terms
0: of the gigging, then, would you like? When did you kind of start going out on your own in terms of gigs and stuff like that? Like I know, I think did you like sell out your like first England's headline show. Only after a couple of singles have been released and things like that. What was that like?
1: yeah geez I, yeah that was amazing I was I was really surprised because it's my first single and um, that I just released and um, so yeah, yeah we were sorry we were with the Inklings we gigged for a couple of years I think it was two or three years we were gigging together and, and they Owen loved jam-packed filling her up a schedule full of gigs so I got a lot of experience with them and it was really nice not being in the spotlight kind of too much but learning like with him I was doing a lot of harmonies and sometimes we we would introduce my own songs and um, mm. and then we both were writing so many songs we just said we'd do our own thing and go go solo and um, and that would have been 2019 I think and um, so yeah that year I released my first single and um I wasn't expecting yeah, the the wheelings to sell out on i think it was like a tuesday in june when people are usually at a festival or on holidays or something so um, it was nice it was a really nice feeling yeah
0: that was a low supply was it your
1: first single? that's it. yeah low supply and yeah it was it was really nice i I didn't think for the first single i was doing my own pr for the first couple of songs and just trying to figure it all out there's a lot of new information for me i was just you know i I haven't had a manager yet I've just mm. been kind of doing my own thing and <laughs> figuring it out as I go so I was, I was that gave me a lot of confidence and to kind of just go for it and I kind of didn't want to stop after
0: yeah. that yeah it seems to be working anyway <laughs> so
2: uh, <laughs> thanks
0: in terms of like the, the wheelands gig then what was what was that like going out headline act in and solo show
1: yeah it was amazing yeah I remember the it was, it was strange I'm actually um I'm a fund accountant of my day job which not a lot of people would know and <laughs> um, so it's strange seeing I kind of feel like I suppose everybody has their their other their other work that they're doing like not everybody but a lot of people have to do both um, yeah. and it's strange seeing um, your kind of office company crew at your gig you feel like two different people uh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah strange mix of worlds but um, I got a little bit nervous when I saw them but Um, after the first song I really got into it and I just love playing like longer shows you know you can really get into it by the end of the gig and um, it was just the nicest feeling seeing your friends like kind of people knowing every word and of the songs and and yeah I just fell in love with the whole (laughs) gigging and and doing singing my own songs it was was a really nice feeling yeah yeah
0: so kind of from there, like those festivals, and things like that. I mean, what has been the highlight of your solo gigging experience?
2: Ooh, so that's far. a good
1: question. That's a really good question. <laughs> um, actually, it's like parts of me, it's I love, I love the most is whenever you, you write a song. And you really you know it's it's something that you really love and you're really happy with the song. That moment, I think, is one of the best moments. And then I think, I think I'd have to pick three. <laughs> so that moment, and then the moment where you're you're kind of playing the gig and it's going well and, and people are happy and enjoying the gig and they're singing along. And that's just an amazing feeling. And um, then the other one would be when you release, your song and, and and actually resonates with people and they really um they really feel something that it reminds them of they, they've been through the same thing that's that's a really great one
0: yeah uh, the new track then is uh, more that how, how has that been received uh so far
1: yeah it's 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 kind of it's really i don't want to say surprised me but it's it's one that i thought would, it's a little bit more slower and I kind of didn't expect the same reaction as maybe some of my more pop faster songs and that Mm. and and yeah I was really shocked at the amount of I don't think I've ever seen my phone kind of (laughs) blow up that much on release day it was really um really nice and there's it did it got a really nice reception from blogs and radio and that so um I'm really grateful and I'm glad that people are enjoying it Um, i didn't expect it really as much from this song but it's um it's nice i guess during lockdown as well it's it kind of people can relate to that wanting more than just kind of the, the boredom of staying in, inside at this point so yeah, yeah, yes yeah, it's good timing yeah
2: definitely <laughs> oh my my watch is broken the words unspoken
0: Is it difficult bringing out a new song in kind of without the gig in and the usual kind of I don't know, you know in-person promotion that kind of go with it?
2: Yeah,
1: it's it's. I guess it's just really it's different. Um, I I definitely miss not having a gig to to kind of promote it because you can really feel it there with with your friends and and everyone and. Um, but I suppose I've kind of gotten used to it now I had burying um my the, the song before more than I released that in October um yeah I suppose I, I when I released burying I was kind of thinking about how it was strange not to have a gig um with the release um but like we're so lucky with social media that we can just kind of have an instant way to share everything with with, with people so that's been been working quite well as well and um yeah I'm hoping to have I mean I'd love to to book in another gig but I'm actually holding off because I, I see so many people are rescheduling gigs and yeah. I just don't know when it's the best time but I'm just gonna keep an eye and hope for the best
0: yeah, yeah it's a probably it's kind of a gamble maybe going like early in the in summer or something like that it'd be interesting to see hopefully hopefully yeah. things can just go back to normal and like, gigs towards the end of the year anyway things like that Over definitely then. You mentioned that you're working on an album for the end of the year, is
1: it? Yeah, so um, I'm working on a 10-track album um, for October time, release in October. So I, I haven't released an EP even, so I've just kind of took it upon myself to decide that I'm going to just come out straight out with an album. album, um, And again, I'm kind of just figuring out everything as I go for the first time. So um, all all, mainly how many songs I think seven of the songs I think on the album are me recording the vocals from home so um it's it's going to be a different way to how I expected to kind of go about it but I'm really excited and it's given me so much um drive during this year while we can't do gigs so it's been great
0: yeah what can we kind of expect from the album is there different kind
1: of are like kind of yeah I, I think like it's hard isn't it when you write writing songs and people are asking kind of what genre and yeah, it, it yeah. is it's, it's so hard for you to know yourself because in my mind I actually like picture some as pop some as folk some as kind of R&B yeah. style some as, like one of my songs was is apparently kind of a reggae sort of style so oh, I don't but Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's um, there's. I love write, writing different genres, and I I don't really like. I I I know the idea of having a sound, um,
2: mm.
1: and I've been trying to kind of achieve that for the album, um, but I love when songs kind of are unique to themselves. You know, yeah. if it if, if it has a certain feeling, I think it can be a different genre. That's that's my view on it, and um, so I, I kind of have one of the songs has a slightly R and B feel to it. One of them would be few of them are more folk and some of them are very pop Um, so there'll be a mix of yeah. songs on it and and i like that there's kind of a mixture of the album would be called hide and so it's kind of i was looking at the songs that i wanted to have on the album and kind of what what the theme was in them because i obviously wrote them at completely different times and yeah. i'm kind of looking at what is the theme and so I, I think a lot of it was kind of me uh, overcoming my my fear of kind of going for it and and saying like okay you might not feel the most confident but you're you're gonna it's your passion and you love it so just go for it and and kind of just different moments of weaknesses and kind of um, one of the songs on the album would be called hide and um, that in that song it's kind of like telling myself that I can do it and you know I do know something and I can kind of go for it if I want to so that's the overall kind of theme and then each song is kind of about completely different things which I kind of like yeah. yeah yeah
0: I'm looking forward to the reggae tune that
1: sounds interesting <laughs> thanks actually that <laughs> one won't be on the album <laughs> oh, I? But, but I love playing that one live it's just com- yeah. complete contrast usually so it's
0: yeah. great yeah a, a good summer <laughs> tune or something bring it
1: <laughs> yeah that's it yeah i like that. but yeah sorry that'd definitely be a more summer song yeah more more of a reggae kind of vibe so it's I heard it's kind of a gypsy reggae sound so yeah that one kind of throws a spanner <laughs> yeah
2: yeah,
0: yeah sure. <laughs> and it, it kind of was like it influences and stuff like that i mean i know like from reading like your guest list feature there was like a taylor swift and if you were like I suppose people that have gone down the folk route and things like that is, is that a big thing for you who, who would kind of be your main influences i suppose looking forward to this album really
1: yeah um i think i'm definitely i've probably been influenced the most by birdie i would say um mm-hmm. because i've kind of followed her since she released skinny love i think she was like 12 and she, i think she's in her 20s now um but yeah i just i kind of always loved she just kind of gives off this aura and a really lovely presence and it's it's all about the music and the talent with her and and yeah I just I think her voice is really haunting and I love anything that's haunting and just uh, I love sad songs as well and kind of I started off mainly listening to folk songs and I'm more lately more into sticking on some pop pop music so um, I would say Brody is probably the biggest one, and and then I listened to a lot of Laura Marling. So a lot of my earlier songs are a lot more kind of folk and more. I probably paid attention a little better to the to the lyrics back then as well. And um, and then lately I've been influenced by a lot more pop music, and I'm listening to a lot of um, Charlotte Lawrence lately. I just love her voices. I, I kind of am just really drawn to. Like a lot of female vocals, actually, just really like um, kind of angelic sounds. And um, I love Charlotte Lawrence's voice, and, and all of her music is so catchy and, and upbeat as well. So, um, yeah, I would say um and then Lana Del Rey, I love her as well. It's <laughs> yeah. so a bit of a mix.
0: Yeah, In terms of then, when you're like looking to bring out the album in October, are you hopeful that? I mean, I would say so are you hoping that there's going to be gaining opportunities around there, around that time to kind of really, really give it a push.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping so. Like, I'm hope- hoping that everything will be picking up by then and there'll be a lot more vaccines given out, hopefully. And um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of writing off a little bit and... Um, some some opportunities this year that I would have naturally been hoping for. But mm. um, I'm, my hope is next year to really get back on the festival scene. I'm sure there's going to be a backlog of of artists who were due to play at festivals who kind of have to be forwarded on, you know, yeah. to to next year. I'm not sure how they'll kind of fit everyone in anymore. But, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, yes,
1: yeah. Hopefully I'm hoping next year in particular.
2: You're
0: listening to Ragged Cast Radio. Ragged
2: Ragged Chats. So,
1: thanks
0: for listening to our latest episode of Ragged Chats. Uh, Be sure to follow us on social media and keep an eye out for new podcasts coming very soon. And of course, uh, go check out Brie's new single, More Than, and keep an eye out for her album, which is coming later this year.